Um, what is the goal of our family life? What should be the biblical response goal to family living? Eric says to reflect the character of God. Other ways to say that? To glorify the Lord. So are we seeing God glorified in this marriage that we've seen here before us between the two overlapping videos? What, <clears throat> what do we see as the root of that? Uh, what do you see as the causality of the root behind it? Sinful responses. Sinful responses. There's situations, yes, yeah, Sonny brings up situations of life. And... Um, we live in situations. I, I think that's, um, uh, there are stressors of life, um, parenting stressors, there are work stressors, daily routine stressors. Um, so there are situations that we are in and those situations create complexities. Um, I think there's uh, quite a few of them that were described. Financial um, is one of them. Um, you know, work stress in this particular um, circumstance is part of it. Um, and, but we also live in a predictable world, don't we? Is there a, um, we live in a fallen world, and so um, these things are predictable. And I've spent a good chunk of my career working in this um, nature, uh, but the uh, verse that always comes to my mind is Genesis 3.16. Uh, when you look at the result of the fall, it says to the wife, your, your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. This is the result of the fall. It's not a result of a sinless nature, but it actually a, a consequence of, um, of the curse of sin that is brought forward. How about impact on the kids? Sometimes I think as husbands and wives, we can think that we're not being observed, uh, that um, nothing is being seen by the kids. They're not saying anything. But what do you see about the kids? Yeah, more is caught than taught, Eric says. Absolutely. So thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought um, is a key characteristic of the sin nature within us. Um, there's a, a fair amount of entitlement that comes out of this video. So if that's a, um, I'm entitled to these uh, benefits, uh, therefore you must do them. And if you're not doing them, um, I will make your life uncomfortable. Yeah, 
Yeah, so there's a manipulation, Eric indicates, the manipulation of God's word. Boy, we really ought to be jarred by that, to manipulate God's word for personal gain. We ought to really be jarred by that. Um, yes, Linda. Son seems to be fearful of father. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't respect his father. I would think at some point would be trying to protect the mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Linda brings up a, a good point that could be a, an outcome of this, that the son um, is fearful of his father, but also um, now has to make some choices. Um, how do I interact with mom and dad in this circumstance, and then later in life uh, may take on the role of protector within the home, um, and also learning manipulation along the way, uh, bringing forth um, his own dishonesty uh, towards the, the resolution of these relationship issues. Other thoughts? Yes, uh, Steve's saying that uh, she is expected to know what he's thinking. How can that be reasonable, um, a reasonable expectation? Um, actually, um, you know, the reception within the home should be, a, as was indicated, a peaceful place. Isn't that a place of refuge uh, for uh, kind of a, even a common grace? Uh, to be able to come into your home and find peace uh, within a home. Um, you know, just as we think of the gospel, we're told in uh, Ephesians chapter 4 to live a life uh, worthy of the calling um, and to reflect that. Um, sometimes I think we hear statistics and God's sovereignty is um, ever before us, so it's his, his sovereignty that rules, but... Sometimes I think when uh, kids are, are specifically said by high percentage to leave the church, uh, sometimes I think that they're uh, by high percentage leaving um, their parents' home. And the things that they were encouraged to do, um, rightly, uh, but not given uh, the opportunity to see it lived out. You know, it's not a a blame necessarily on uh, who's responsible for salvation. That's a, a different component of life, but I'm talking just merely about um, is this um, a salt and light example uh, to your children, your marriage, which is to reflect Christ in the church, um, the self-sacrificial living uh, that Christ so embodied all the way to death on the cross. Um, and certainly, um, we are unfaithful um, servants of such a holy God. And so, um, in our unfaithfulness, his love still exists. And so, his goodness still exists. And his grace, uh, boy, what a reflection of um, the gospel work in me. Um, am I indwelt by the Holy Spirit? Do I have the characteristics of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, 
goodness, faithfulness, self-control? Is that me as a husband? Um, certainly not every day, in every moment, uh, but in, uh, in a pattern of living. Um, interesting here also we see a fair amount of regret uh, versus repentance in this example video as well. Somebody who comes in a repentant heart understands the sin and seeks to move away from sin. But we have um, an example of repeated um, behaviors. Sherry? And a lack of taking responsibility by the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and even, you know, we could see the evidence of that in his interview, right? Where minimization was his goal in his interview. It wasn't reproof and correction. And so it wasn't to say, this is who I am in the home. This is a pretty ugly view of the gospel in me. I need to quit this, right? So this is a, so what's the difference between, and we're over time, uh, so just one more minute here, but what's the difference between the need for marital counseling uh, versus what we're seeing here as it unfolds in her? Um, so there is uh, both, so they were seeking counseling from the pastor and there is some pre-video prep that's in part of this that we didn't go through. And I, I did that purposefully um, because of some other concerns I had from it. But there was some video prep there that um, where the pastor met um, with the two people. And actually, the pastor was minimizing. He was hearing them together, but not separate. And actually, not getting anywhere in the counseling care. So he was moving towards pastoral counsel of a couple, um, but actually there's a deeper root issue here that was not being gotten to. And so that was the purpose of kind of bringing in um, a male-female separate team uh, to kind of review this. But um, so there are bumps in the road that we have, adjustments, et cetera, so I'll answer the question. Uh, but when it gets down to um, the misuse of, of power to this degree, um, then there is um, uh, another level of care. And I think part of it is difficult within, we're to one another each other, and that's really what's going on here between uh, this, the, these two women today that we saw. This is one anothering. Um, this is uh, a deeper care uh, element of what the body of Christ should really look like and be doing is caring for one another in that vein. Um, so, um, and the other gentleman from our previous uh, lecture, if you saw it, or interview segment, is, um, is also doing that one anothering. So the motive of the counselor is to love as well. Um, so the motive of the counselor should be to uh, be with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord, looking for God's glory in the session, not just in the home, in all things. Uh, we're working towards the same goal, the same aim, uh, but um, too much of church life maybe stuffs this stuff under the rug, the proverbial rug, and doesn't, um, and doesn't draw out 
and so there's a um, drawing out here. But so I'm going to uh, call our time at six minutes after the hour. Thanks for your patience. Um, so we'll close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you, Lord. We thank you for uh, clarity. Uh, we thank you for uh, your word that enlightens um, our life, that uh, confronts us just day by day, but also just gives us incredible hope. I thank you, Lord, for um, Ephesians chapter 1 that just so pointedly lists our benefits in Christ. Lord, even in hard times and difficult places, uh, we understand that this is pre-life, that we have eternal life, um, and our eternal life starts with our salvation. And Lord, I just thank you for anything that draws us closer to you, draws us into deeper fellowship with you. Lord, I pray that you would help us to revel in those things and to focus on those as well. In your name I pray, amen. You are dismissed.